Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, February 5, 2021. From the point of view of coronavirus contagion, the news of the day expected, but nonetheless no less sad, is that that death toll has passed 90,000 Italians yesterday. The data <coughs> updated last night say that in Italy we have administered the first dose of the vaccine to 2,336,000 people, 3.85% of the population, 956,000 of them received the second dose too. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Valle d'Aosta, Campania and Piedmont. In the last three places from the bottom are Liguria, Calabria and Basilicata. <clears throat> At the moment, Italy is in seventh place in the world for the number of people vaccinated. In the EU, we are second after Germany in absolute and second after Spain with respect to the percentage of population vaccinated. After the summit between the regions and the government, which has resigned but stays in charge until a new one is formed, Italy officially has now two separate vaccination plans. One is based on supplies of Pfizer and Moderna vaccines and concerns primarily the elderly. The other is about the AstraZeneca vaccine, whose first supplies start from February 15 and concerns people under 55 years and without serious diseases and will be first administered to school staff, teaching and non-teaching, armed forces and police, prison staff and prisoners in jail. Now it's up to the regions to do and ex- execute the plans. In Lazio and Valle d'Aosta, the over 80 years old start to be vaccinated on February 8, but in Sardinia instead they'll have to wait until March. Europe is trying to accelerate the supply of anti-COVID vaccines and to do so, the production capacity could be expanded right here in Italy, starting to produce also here the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, already licensed and with a good level of effectiveness. Two plants have been identified that could be used, one in Lazio and the other in Veneto. Both would be added as national production to the one also in Lazio where the third licensed vaccine AstraZeneca is already produced together with the one of Johnson & Johnson still awaiting authorization. The operation is not immediate, there is a problem of the adaptation of the machinery that manufactures the vaccine. It is a sector in which Italy is at the forefront from the industrial and export point of view. But is, there is also a problem of authorizations because the plants should be temporarily loaned to Pfizer and Moderna. The goal, however, seems close. Today in Italy is the National Day for the Prevention of Food Waste. And just today is inaugurated in Rome, where the FAO is based, the Global Observatory on Food Waste, which will analyze the habits and behaviors in relation to food and sustainability of Italians and other citizens of the world. Actually, Italy already analyzes our own data. In 2020, there was a sharp decrease in domestic food waste, with only 27 kilograms of food wasted per head in 2020, 12% or 3.6 kilograms less per year than in 2019. So compared to the year before, in 2020, the Italians saved 222,000 tons of food, which means 6 euros per capita, 376 million euros nationally. The waste map explains that in Italy we waste more in the south, where 15% more food and leftovers are thrown away, and in small towns, while less is wasted in the north, minus 8%, and in central Italy, minus 7%. 
Families with children are the ones who throw away food more often. On average, they do it 15% more than singles, who are more virtuous and careful, as well as citizens of urban centers waste less than small towns. A project called Smarter Italy has identified the 12 villages in which solutions based on emerging technologies will be tested. The companies that will be selected will have a total amount of 90 million euros for the development of innovative solutions not yet on the market, developed on the basis of the needs of the municipalities. The new services will concern the areas of mobility, culture, wellness, personal care and environmental protection. The 12 municipalities selected to become Borghi del Futuro, which means small towns of the future, all with a population of under 60,000, are Alghero and Carbonia in Sardinia, Bardonecchia in Piedmont, Campobasso in Molise, Cetraro in Calabria, Concorezzo in Lombardy, Ginosa and Otranto in Puglia, Grottamare in Di Marche, Pantelleria in Sicily, Pietrelcina in Campania and Sestri Levante in Liguria. A brief update on the government crisis. The Prime Minister in charge of trying to form a government, Mario Draghi, is talking to all the parliamentary groups to see what they think of his possible government. <clears throat> it's a very difficult situation because the idea is to form a technical government, not a political one, with ministers from, uh, who are very competent but do not belong to the parties and who will take care of important things such as the fight against the pandemic, the vaccination plan, aid to the economy and the right way to write the recovery plan to present to Europe in order to have the more than 200 billion euros that Italy is due, but only if the plan is done well and accompanied by the necessary reforms. This government could have the support of political forces that would never be together in a political alliance, but being something exceptional and emergency, it could also manage to have a majority, and perhaps even a large majority. But there is no certainty, and it is a delicate and very complicated situation. In the meantime, Italians seem to have already chosen. <coughs> in a survey of yesterday, 70% of Italians declared themselves in favor of a technical government led by Draghi. Even the international markets have already expressed themselves. The Italian stock exchange continues to do very well. Our interest rates are falling because Draghi is esteemed throughout the world. He is a completely different character from those who have governed Italy in the recent past. He does not have any social media profile and therefore he does not post or do Facebook Live. He does not tweet. He does not take selfies with the crowd on Instagram. He does not look for followers or likes. He has always been a serious person who keeps a low profile and is used to measure his words. The Italian parties do not yet seem to have, have understood uh, completely that things have changed. If before there was no majority, now there seems to be almost an overbooking, but many say they want a politically conditioned Draghi, Draghi by putting vetoes and indicating political objectives. They are acting the same script as before without understanding that both the script and the director are the opposite of before. And above, all the, the, uh, and above all that, the larger the majority, now that almost everyone seems to want to be there, the more technical the government will be, precisely to ensure that no one feels in trouble in supporting it. <clears throat> As an intelligent Italian journalist said yesterday, at the moment everyone seems to regard the Draghi government as Leonardo's Mona Lisa, that whichever way you look at her seems to be looking at you. In truth, the Mona Lisa is not looking at anyone because she has another horizon. It's all for now, it's all for today. I'll see you on Monday. Please take care and stay healthy. Have a good weekend. 
Protect yourselves. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We the Italian News. Ciao from Rome.